Hello. Hi. Hey, Denise. How are you doing? Good. Excellent. Thank you very much for joining. It's been uh, a long time planning, right? It's um. <laughs> that it has been. Yeah, we, I think we first contacted you back in like January or something, then we had a miss meeting, and so yeah. we got there. Fantastic. We're here. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, would you like to kind of start with a brief intro, who you are, what you do, and kind of, is that okay? And we take it from there, just? Sure. Fantastic. Sure. So I'm Denisha, um, formerly known as the Power BI Queen. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. I have a, um, I graduated from the University of Memphis with a degree in business IT, which is where all of this came from. Um, I had about six interviews, not interviews, internships when I was in college, and that, that led me to um, business intelligence instead of just SQL data modeling. Um, I started this career as a consultant for a Ukrainian company that was um, recently acquired by Amazon. So okay. during my time consulting, I was um, working with this company, doing a lot of Power BI migration. So uh, migrating reports into Power BI, migrating tenants from Power BI to Power Just doing a whole bunch of migrating things and creating reports and Power BI administration, everything Power BI, really. So, <laughs> so when they were acquired by um, Amazon, I actually seeked out for a Microsoft position because okay. Amazon isn't as... Um, they're not as advanced in the BI space as Microsoft. And so um, now here I am at Microsoft. Fantastic. I'm mm -hmm. going to go into one point, which also Jeff is just part of as well. You said formally mm -hmm. known, formally known as the yes. Power BI. Why <laughs> formally? I, this is, I thought this was still you. Formally, I say formally because that's um, more of my professionally when I'm out and when anyone needs help with Power BI, do they know to reach out to the Power BI Queen before yeah. they say Denisha? They say the Power BI Queen, right. and um, my middle name is Queen, so I actually go by Queen at work. So I, it's more it's more formal to call me the Power BI Queen. Okay, I thought you meant formally as in previously, but formal. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm oh, on yes. board now. Okay, okay. Yes, yes. I was getting worried there. I was like, are you are you like renouncing your title or something? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's still me, yeah. Excellent, that's good to know. Mm -hmm. um, how did this, It's a, obviously it's a very cool name, by the way, I can't ignore that, it is a very, very cool thing. I mean, I just, went with, I just went with Guy. It was like, yeah, some random Power <laughs> BI guy, and you're like, queen, yeah. much better. Um, how, how did that come about, it's cool. Well, um, so 2015, I took a, I had one of my internships was um, a BI, it was a BI internship and Power BI was still in private preview. And this company had um they had a private preview access to use Power BI. So I used that time to just there was no nothing online, so I couldn't like research anything. So I did a lot of I did a lot of um looking into the query editor to Power Query in Excel. So using Excel, my knowledge of Excel and just kind of figuring out SQL. I did a lot of small digging into figuring out Power BI. And once it became mm -hmm. generally available that July, that that internship was the summer. So when July came around and Power BI became available that year, I went full in, figuring it, learning it, and um, just staying on this trail as Microsoft released more information. And I just became, it became like the back of my hand. Like I really, um, I just know Power BI in and out and I've grown cool. with it as it's grown. Yeah, and so 
Early on, I announced myself as the Power BI Queen because I wanted to start to travel and speak. And I just wanted to brand, brand myself. So that's how I became. I like it. I love that like immediate, very effective branding. Is this yes. quite yes, a cool it thing? Definitely effective. Um so you mentioned that the company that you were working for, they it was um it was pre-release with, with Power BI. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize, I mean I never heard I mean never occurred to me to ask or anything, but some companies had or had access to Power BI before it was actually officially released, yeah? Yes, Microsoft they were a Microsoft partner, then okay. they had those kind of benefits. Cool. Mm -hmm. I would love to see how it looked back then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, very, very bland. It's gotten really yeah. colorful and a lot of great things have happened since then. So. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I picked it up um, in like early 2017. And uh, I, I, I consider that a while, a while ago, but you like, <laughs> two years even before that is pretty yeah. impressive. Right. Was it a case of kind of tinkering, learning the tool, but also providing feedback to Microsoft for them to, mm -hmm. okay, this is cool. That's exactly what it was. We'll have to figure out what uh, limitations, there are any, there are any limitations, mm -hmm. because my job as an intern was to migrate SSRS reports, but they want me to migrate one SSRS report into Power BI, which used a SQL server query. So it was an easy, easy migration, but it was still kind of difficult. So they wanted just feedback from the partners to figure out what made the tool difficult, what made mm. it easy. Okay. Can mm -hmm. you remember anything that you, uh, you said? I'm just curious as to what your feedback was. I'm sure you can't remember it word for word, of course, but but roughly like that part sucks, this part's awesome. That kind of <laughs> no, other than just, you know, you, we need some white papers online for, yeah, for okay. this and for, like my suggestions was more of what would help someone if they wanted to develop like what documentation would be helpful online. okay that makes sense i can't imagine learning power bi without that massive documentation that exists yep. today there i've got so much respect that you did that because right yeah but that led me to wanting to create so between 2015 2017 when i graduated college i would create a lot of reports for fun using free mm. data so that's yeah. that's what helped me advance my career so fast nice Nice. Yeah, creating, I think we've mentioned it a couple of times before, this creating reports for fun and having um, Jeff coin use the term passion project. This is yes. vital for any mm -hmm. sort of learning. But even mm -hmm. like then, of course, I mean, I, I, I use then and I still use now basically um, just sports data, you know. Nice. Um, that being said, anytime you have a question, what do you do? You, well, pick one, Google, Bing it. Um, whichever mm -hmm. affiliation you have, mm -hmm. you know, and you, you do internet search on that subject and you end up with either, you know, your, your community um, answers or blog posts and that sort Something. of stuff. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. There's always, yeah. The, like, I, I say all the time, basically, if you, if you, if you use Power BI within the first year mm -hmm. and you have a question that you can't find the answer to in Google um, or internet search within the first like five hits, then mm -hmm. I will like buy you a case of your favorite alcohol because I just, <laughs> it would have to be yeah. a supremely complex question. You know something? I feel like during my career, I've had come very complex use cases and really regarding DAX, the complexity comes with creating a metric. And so I, I would Google and couldn't find anything, but I was always successful with posting in the community and the response yeah. coming back within the next 24 hours. So even those really complex cases you can post and someone knows something. So yeah, it's always yeah. really helpful. Mm -hmm. That's true. 
and it doesn't matter really matter where I mean, everyone has their favorite sources of information like be it reddit or whatever i mean i personally prefer to see a post on on twitter or something this is what i like but mm-hmm. there's always someone who's, who's going to get back it with the answer so going back to what you said before that you um that you worked without any any documentation and then okay you said okay we need some white paper we need some we need some documentation they obviously mm-hmm. heard that and did it mm-hmm. i mean you know they had the the classic um videos from from will with um, that that i think everyone in the universe has seen yeah um, <laughs> and all this you know these these step step by step guides also very good mm-hmm. as well so clearly they've taken heed of your advice yeah and uh, yeah um just gonna i mean here as well yeah, i may have missed it what do you do at microsoft i see you're a business intelligence specialist are you working in a particular area yeah so i actually just changed my title to uh, intelligence platform program manager so i work okay. in the on the intelligence platform team under a room and what i do I actually just create um the reports directly for him um, but my team specifically, we work with other departments at Microsoft to figure out if any any um, analysis that they need. Um, so I, it's a lot of internal reports, but a lot of um, leadership reporting is what I manage. So oh, that's quite cool. Yeah. So you're actually within within Microsoft doing re- reporting from within the company, yeah? Is that- yeah. So there's yeah. So Microsoft actually. Um, they hired me to do a lot of detail reporting so they didn't have a lot of customer analysis shockingly so a lot of the analysis that i create are based on the high level reporting but just to drill into customers nice Mm -hmm. that's quite interesting i can just never really thought about someone or a team of people sitting at microsoft and creating reports about their users and that's yeah i'm creating reports power bi reports about power bi so (laughs) Cool. <laughs> it's so meta. I love it. Yeah, I know. It's cool. I like it. But it falls squarely into this concept of um, interesting data. I do find that sort of data far more interesting. Than, I mean, mm-hmm. a variation of data is always a good thing. Bit of mm-hmm. this, a little bit of that. Um, I think depending on the company that you work for or just your role, you can be stuck with something quite similar. And um, I mentioned before, before we went live, I was throwing some Instagram data today, which was quite cool. I was like, yeah. That seems interesting, yeah. Yeah, just to kind of have things from from a, from a different um, different perspective, you know, it's, it's quite nice. And, sorry, mm-hmm. how, and how long have you been at Microsoft now? It's been eight months, nine months now. Okay, nice. How are you finding it? I like it. Cool. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's fun to be on this side of things. Um, yeah. So I do miss the people. I miss working with customers because as a consultant I was my customers mm. were companies so now my customers are like the leadership team and like other other product owners at Microsoft so I miss the people but I I still speak I travel and I speak and I do things like this so I'm able to still be a part of the community yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. I do understand that when I asked that question how do you find it you couldn't just like say it's terrible I hate it it was it, it, it no. was it was <laughs> It's great. It's, the people are great. The team I'm on is freshly, it's really new. So um, mm. before I was hired, it was about three people on the team that were creating oh. reports for leadership. So those three people turned into managers and now they have their own team. So okay. we're still learning like processes and better ways to work, you know, as a team creating these kind of reports. So it's, it's fun to be on kind of like the starting lineup of something like this. Yeah, yeah that's quite cool. Kind of breaking mm-hmm. your ground and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Very nice, very nice. Yeah, I um, is it? Um, are you able to work remote there, or are you? Banging yeah, out? I've yeah. always. I've never been in an office. I've always worked remote, so I don't even know what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is this is the thing at the moment. This yeah. office or remote. Um, I've only worked remote since Corona, of course. Before that, it was okay. Kind of, May I work from home today? Yeah, okay. It's fine. All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. everyone's at home. So now it's the, now it's the, the, this whole concept of okay. So what's going to happen now? Are we still at, will we work in remote? Do we have to slowly go back to the office? But um, mm. I'm very much um, hoping that I get to stay where you are. See some people. See yeah. this is the thing, and I, I respect that. Some people say I miss going to the office. Mm. Um, I get that. I really do. Actually, if you, yeah, yeah, um, I. I enjoy, I like to go to the office. When I want to, I can. Like, I can, I've been to the office in Seattle, um, in Redmond, um, just because I wanted to go. So they booked me a trip up there. But so I like the, to be able to do it. If I say, I want some office time, then, you know, they'll make it happen. Yeah. But I like to not have, I, I like to not be obligated, you know. Yes, of course. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, as I said, you know, a couple of times a month, but yeah, we're okay. I mean, I really only live at like a 10 minute bike ride from my office, you know, so it's not, oh, nice. yeah, yeah it's, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is, I like this sort of thing. My new, my new job doesn't even have offices. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That is I mean, if, cool. if you want to cut overheads, it seems like a decent way to do it, right? Right. Oh mm -hmm. man. It's cool. I will see how it goes, but it's, um, so far. Working from home, I mean, as, as a, I mean, you know, it depends on your role, but I mean, we sit here all day, we just look at numbers. And I was saying to someone the other day, even when we were in the office, like the team, the BI team, it's not like we were like the, um, at the center of, of all office happenings, you know, mm -hmm. people, people, people never come and talk to us. It'd be like, if you, yeah. they would just write to us on teams or something anyway. So that need to have people there, I don't know. It seems mm -hmm. quite strange to me. No, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather be at home where I can't get the only bothering that I would get is, is a team's message, which you can ignore those. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, but I, I maintain that I'm more contactable. I'm easier to reach now than I ever was in the office because, you know, if people want to contact me, they write me on teams, they call me on teams mm -hmm. where before, because that mentality has changed, it was very much <laughs> took a walk to find the person, you know? Ah, uh, true. And now it's just oh, as I, I can, and I don't if I have to, if I want to call someone I can just call them I don't have to like go yeah. and find a quiet space or worry about disturbing someone. Um, yeah, this should have always been the way to work. <laughs> like I, but even before COVID, like I've always been doing this, and I just mm. don't see the need to go to the office. I mean, if you want some people time, you know, mm. if you're more social, then I can see that. But of course, yeah. Yeah. No, th th this is my form of socializing. <laughs> Yeah, you can find ways outside of work to definitely socialize, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, so I've just got a couple of things on, on, on my screen. I was doing my, my pre-chat research. And I was like, that seems interesting. Let's look at that. These things might be outdated, but if they are, okay. they, they existed at one point. He said, you are on the board for VP of strategy for three national nonprofits. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, that's just support. It's like, I feel like for work, I'm a strategist like I just naturally with this job I become a strategist so that tied to my love for the community um mm. working with these nonprofits it made just having a conversation with nonprofit leaders 
they directed me to this this position and I was like, sure, that's great to come in and talk about how we can make this nonprofit better. Like <laughs> I love it. So yeah, that I, I did that. It is outdated. I'm not doing it anymore. So but I did enjoy that time. That's very impressive. I won't say you must have mm-hmm. had like no free time working as a consultant <laughs> and then sitting on the board for for nonprofits and stuff. I mean, you right. were you were no, that was my free time. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah. That was my, yeah, I know. So that was like my my hobbies. I would say those things are my speaking. Like this right here, this is a hobby for me. Yeah, so course, this is like my free time. I'm doing things like this. So. Yeah, well, that's nice. Yeah. It's very it's very impressive. I mean, I should be more more generous with my time. <laughs> Do you, you do you it. go to often to like um, conferences and, and stuff and oh um, yeah I have yeah? a conference coming up in two weeks I have to go to the University of Memphis but all right Very most cool. things are virtual I like now especially since COVID I love yeah. the virtual conferences because mm-hmm. I can do like three conferences in a week and wow. not leave the house yeah so um, yeah I like it it's pretty it's pretty great are you um are you spectating or presenting or both no or? i present i don't know yep. when the last time <laughs> i don't know when the last time i've been to a conference and just like went just to like go i don't know when the last time i've done that oh wow hmm. okay yeah, i never thought about that but i've i've there always to speak i want to i want to see some of these things now i want to i want to get get the links and join and yeah. sign up for some of these um conferences it's quite cool it is it has been nice that you have, have this option to you know see a lot more than we previously did you know mm-hmm. um i would speak I, I went actually i went to my first ever in-person conference like two weeks ago two weeks ago oh wow one week ago that's um, great that's it was good. awesome i loved it and i really want i was like i want to go to more now <laughs> yeah yeah, it yeah. was such a nice thing. I mean, all of it was was great. It was mm-hmm. so I, I so I lived in, in in Berlin, and the conference nice. was in um, so Legoland in in Denmark. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, it was really cool. So it was like a six oh, and a half hour drive, and I was just wow. Yeah, but it was quite you know with no kids in the car, just relaxing and yeah. just me listening to some podcasts. The entire thing was very very relaxing. That's and, nice. And. Um, yeah, kind of seeing people in person for the first time who I'd never ever um, met was 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 a really really cool thing. It was quite a bizarre experience. I was speaking to Mike Carlo for like two three minutes before I actually realized who he was. I felt so bad <laughs> because he yeah. he has this. I've always seen him with this big beard, and he'd completely mm-hmm. shaved. And oh I'm wow! Like, yeah, yeah, and it was like yeah. it was just this very friendly Smart. American dude. <laughs> I had to go back to him like half an hour later and say, Mike, I'm so sorry. I had no idea what the host wow. I was talking to. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, man. But yeah, it's um, it's it's a fun thing. So it's great that you do so many. Yeah, I enjoy what, it. What do you generally present, talk about? An array of things? Or? Uh, yeah, administration, storytelling, or is this like mentoring in general? Okay. Like right now, I usually create a session and then travel with it so I don't have to keep learning anything new. Like I create mm. a session. And for six months, for a year, I just keep doing that same session. Um, So right now I'm doing a session for, um, it's called Becoming Power BI Royalty. And it's a guide to be a BI professional. So it's really just like a mentoring, like it shows, it shows the ins and outs of everything you need to know to do, to be in this job and succeed. Wow. That sounds really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Maybe drop a a couple of links on Twitter after the chat to see where, where yeah. we can sign up to see these things. It'd be, okay. uh, be really cool. 
Um, sounds great. I mean, it's also it's a nice mix of what you're presenting there, like the whole mm-hmm. you know how to make how to be a part of the community, and then also storytelling. Yes, That's I do pretty so- storytelling, okay. and a lot of it is just like best practice how how to tell a story. And okay. I, when I first started presenting, it was a lot of storytelling, and I would just mm-hmm. go through a raw data set and then create a story like live. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that was my thing for a really long time. Nice. Do you manage to do any of that? I'm just kind of bringing two conversations back together mm-hmm. now. Do you manage to do any of this storytelling, like in your current role, like with the, the oh, data? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> that's, not, that's like, that's like, the, that's what I'm known for here. Like they, right. it's, it's more of the creative storytelling. So is that I can tell the story and create a report that looks like a website with the buttons and the pictures and and so, um, yeah, that's, that's all. Ah, right. You know, I was on your website, and there's this, is it, is it get a job in, no, it's not, there's a part of your website when it's like, how long have you been using Microsoft Power BI? Mm-hmm. And you got to select the amount of time. I really, yeah, okay. It's quite cool. I looked at a couple of things that you created. It was, it was quite a nice thing. I um, mm-hmm. it's it's such a shame when people create reports internally and you can't actually access them. I'd be it's still nice to yeah. see people's work, but it's just it's really uh, hard to yeah, it's really hard to create reports like anonymize it just to kind of show like what I'm creating. But I'm just trying to figure out a way to still share things, but maybe mm-hmm. like create like sample data sets. But that takes so much time. So I'm actually considering hiring a student to um, do that kind of stuff. That's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um. Data sets is, it can be a difficult thing sometimes. Just when you need one, like spontaneous. I just I started just using like ran between or for just getting some quick data mm-hmm. or similar thing in Power Query, just creating some random numbers and then yeah. Because when I'm doing a training, it's nice to have some kind of data that means something. But if you need, mm-hmm. you know, like like if you go to like what is it, Kaggle, mm-hmm. and you get all these like. Um, then the last one I had was data set about Airbnb and Malta. I, I, like, okay, I would just do. get this is data. Like I just get the government data, the free data on people. Yeah. And I always do always do stuff off of that. But now COVID, the COVID data's out there. So I either do a COVID data set or just census census stuff. Yeah, true. Yeah. COVID was actually a an explosion of data sets all over the oh, place. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so much information there, yeah. Yeah, I could never bring myself to create a report because I was just so tired of Chrome. <laughs> it was kind of like I need something <laughs> yeah. not Chrome related, right? Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna this. Um, here's a, here's a question for you. Okay. Is there something you miss from your time before joining Microsoft? I'm sure there is. Hmm. Well, before joining Microsoft, I the consulting. I think that's just. I've been consulting for so long, um, so that's just working with different customers in different industries, mm. figuring out their problems. Now I'm just creating reports for Microsoft, so it's like the tech. There's no other industry that I'm creating reports for, so I miss the variety of people that mm. I work. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Consultant is always this interesting world to me because I feel like the only person in the universe who works with Power BI who has never done any consulting. Um, so I find, I mean, obviously I know I'm not, but you know, it's just, you, you meet a lot of people who've, <laughs> yeah, who've, who've lot, done consulting. Consults. Yeah. Yeah. It's such an easy yeah. way to, well, for me, especially as a student, just get into the, the field and like mm. figure things out and mm. yeah, consulting is great. So yeah, it's, it, it's, 
it's but when people say they're working constantly i always kind of like just ask them like about their experiences and stuff and mm-hmm. i mean it must it must i mean i'm assuming it, it can be quite frustrating as well no um it, it depends on the company because the company i was with db best the one that got acquired by amazon it was really a full i really was a full-time employee it wasn't a consulting i mean it was consulting because i would have different contracts but if I didn't have a company, I would still be getting paid my regular salary. So it's like, you know, it wasn't okay. really a lot of times when you're consulting, you have to have a you have to have a contract that get paid. And so mm-hmm. I just kind of looked up and I work for a great company. And so yeah, okay. it, was, it was fun. Yeah. Now I just I was just thinking more like the, the, the array of you must get much more interesting um, problems to solve, you know? Definitely more interesting problems. And we had a team in Ukraine that worked overnight. So, mm. and they were like super smart. And mm. so whenever I had something really, really complex and I couldn't get an answer in the community, which most times I did, or if I had to have some code, like API code or something to back up something I needed, then I would send it over. They made my job so much easier, you mm. know, because I would wake up in the morning and have my answers. So that was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I have a colleague now and we, we tend to do this thing where if we have a problem, we'll, we'll call each other. Pretty much knowing that the other person won't have the answer, mm-hmm. hoping that they will, but just that the mm-hmm. conversation itself mm-hmm. kind of yeah. brings out the answer from your own brain, you know? Yes, it's just, that's true. That happens a lot, yeah. Yeah, it's quite interesting. I enjoy it, but also you, you get a chat, a chat out of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I'm going <laughs> to... There's a couple of comments here about me reading out the the, the, the comments or the questions in <laughs> the accent of the person who's asking them. I can tell you this: I am <laughs> I am so so bad at accents. It is shocking. Oh my goodness! It's I think I'm just I'm just generally tone deaf. Yeah. Um, so I'm really I it's I would it's it would be a very fun challenge, but I can't think it's. Um, I don't know if I can either. No, it's I mean I, mm-hmm. I think I would just end in silent. For example, Jeff, I know he has a has a strong. Um, Kiwi accent. In my head, it's a strong Kiwi accent. Mm. I would never try to replicate it because you'd probably fly to Berlin and have to punch <laughs> me because I get it so bad. Oh no. Um, yeah. Here, but I'll, I'll ask you this question anyway. But he can. Okay. I'm not going to do the accent. Um, your favorite Power BI feature and your most longed for missing feature. It's a fair question. Mm. Yeah. Let me see. Favorite is. I always get this question. I'd be like, hmm, because there's so many. I just feel like I like all, oh, there's so much I like about Power BI, but I only say the favorite part is hard for me because I've worked in so many other BI tools and I can just say what I don't like about them. <laughs> like I know Power BI, yeah. So, um, but I, I feel like because I've worked with so many tools, the thing that I like about Power BI that the tools, other tools don't have mm. is the um, the power of the query editor, the fact that you can yeah. change, transform the data in Power BI without changing the source, that's mm. that's pretty powerful, you know. And so um, I do like like that feature. Also, the um, bookmarks. I think bookmarks is a feature that people don't use as much, and that's really what I use to give my web like um, the yeah. web like feel is just the bookmarks. And so yeah. um, I actually, I think that's my phrase. Most long for missing feature. Um, I, I feel like every time I yeah, something is missing the next month, it's like or the next few months is is like an update. So, mm. um, but I am gonna say this because I feel like 
This is something that QuickSight has that Power BI doesn't have. Mm -hmm. And it's the, the ability to edit the visual on the screen, like type. You can edit titles as if you can click on a visual, uh, yeah. edit it instead of changing it in like the visual mm. editing thing. You can edit your visual on the screen. So I feel like that's a very minor thing, but you know, no. it's, it will be easy. Yeah. I think it's huge. I um, that mm. this Power BI conference thing, they had this thing that this feature that they're going to release, and they said six months to a year. and if you click on the visual, if you click on the line, you can it brings up the mm -hmm. formatting pane actually mm -hmm. within the visual. If, yeah, and it was some crazy statistic, which I can't say that statistic, um, <laughs> which I don't want to exaggerate, but I'm not sure if I am. They said it was some a ridiculous amount of mouse movements per week just by oh, going wow. from a, a visual yeah. to the format pane. So I think this yeah. is a huge thing. Just click on the visual, change the title, mm -hmm. do all the editing that you need to do. It's It would be, it would be great. And you also brings, the, yeah. The, the axis, like the title of everything. It's just so so um, convenient to make yeah. those changes, yeah. yeah. Now they were talking about kind of bringing it in line with like other Microsoft tools, you know? So mm -hmm. if you've used Excel or if you've used PowerPoint, that the, the behavior of those tools should be the same. Mm -hmm. um, which, which makes a lot of sense. And I, I enjoy seeing the progression of where it was when I started using this in 2017, okay. which is, you know, I know you've got two years on that, don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. From 2017 in this format pane and then the newer format pane, which I have to admit, I still really just don't like at all um, to, mm -hmm. to where it is going to be. Um, no, my, I can't, I can't, I, can't uh, I, I am used to the newer format pane, of course, mm -hmm. because I've used it a lot, but um, I, I think it didn't solve enough problems to warrant mm. being updated. And I think it just created yeah. new problems, you know. But I um, I feel like they should they should put more effort in like allowing the changes to happen in the visual rather than this mm. like the format pane. But I do like the function, like the fact that you can make the visuals have like functions. I like that too, so that the visual can change based on a condition. Like yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. That is very cool. That is very cool. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so you said basically, which um, BI tool were you comparing it to where you can actually change? Um, QuickSight. QuickSight, you can change the visuals okay. on the screen, which is, that's Amazon, and I actually left Amazon to come over here. <laughs> but there are so many things, Amazon is just, I have, they have, there's so much hope in Amazon. They mm -hmm. just, I feel like they just need more idealists um, to work with their customers to figure out what people, what real people don't like about it. And then, you know, they, there's, there's some potential there, but yeah, they don't have a power query. They don't have a query editor. <laughs> and I feel like that's like the biggest, it's huge. you know, that's huge. It is, so yeah. You really can't, until you get something like that, you really can't mm. compete with Power BI. And for me, it also allows a movement between Excel and Power BI, right? Because mm -hmm. it's something that exists in Excel. And, you know, if you have Power Query in Excel, and you want to move to Power BI, then it's just easy to get that stuff into Power BI. It's just like copy paste and it's there, it's done. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, this is the huge thing with, with, with Power BI, it's Microsoft. So it's right there on your computer. Exactly. You just download it. And the comparison I had, I was, I forget, it was like two, three weeks ago, maybe like a month, I don't know. A certain period of time ago, doesn't really matter when. <laughs> I, um, I was like, okay, so I'll try, um, I'll just take a peek into what I think it was like Looker or something, you know? 
So oh, yeah. The, yeah, so yeah. I go on the website and I type in my email address and it says, oh, we will contact you. I'm like, don't contact mm. me. Just let me use it. Yeah. Nope. It's, it's mad. And yeah. then two weeks after that, I get a call from like a consultant or, or an agent saying, oh, we'd like to ask you some questions. I'm like, why? How big, <laughs> yeah. how, how big is your organization? I said, mate, it's just me. I just want to just me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one. Yeah. yeah. Then he starts probing me, like, oh, like, what company do you work for? I'm like, well, it's not relevant because those two things is just wow. me. He's like, yeah, but the company that you're working for, are they looking to move? I'm like, mate, just mm-hmm. with all due respect, just just stop because yeah. you're not going to. Never mind. Yeah, and it's so disheartening <laughs> that, you know, with Power yeah. BI, well, for Power BI, it's great. You download it, you're there, and you can, mm-hmm. I mean, you can literally inst- download it, install it, Power Query, and have data, like, what, within, like, yeah. one hour on a, on a report? Right. Um there with luck i'm waiting like three weeks and i get a phone call from it from some kind of potency well out of those <laughs> well out of those like two i i've worked with looker before i had a uh, during my consulting career i couldn't really choose okay. the, who i wanted to so one company that i was working with they had power bi but they wanted to migrate to looker mm. but it was such a large company so mm. they had the reasons as to why actually the the cto came in and wanted looker because that's what he I think he was a partner with Looker. And so um, Looker wasn't great at all, but it's definitely not for a small, like a small mm. to smaller businesses. I understand. So you, you could have ended up as the Looker queen. Is that? Was that... <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't enough love in Looker. No. <laughs> no. Looker is so bland. It's more of a third party tool. So, yeah. You know. No, I, it's, I understand that because basically Power BI is meant for like an array of things from mm-hmm. yeah, self-service ad hoc kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Whereas yeah. if you're a huge organization, then it makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you thought about getting in to Deneb at all? Have you used it? I don't know it? what that is. What is yeah, it's, it's like a, um, it's like a custom visualization where you can like code your own, your own oh, visuals. Basically. I don't like coding. I really don't uh, like to code. Yeah, I actually, um, yeah, no, I hate engineering. Anything, the most I code is a PowerShell API because I mm. like automating. I like to automate stuff. Mm. And so I would create some APIs in PowerShell, but no, I'm yeah. not a fancy coder. I, I, I tell you what, I, I coded in, well, I forget what year it was. It was that long ago. I was like 15, 16. I was, this was when I was doing my, my HTML. I'm not sure if that counts mm. as coding, but that's, I did it anyway. Um, yeah, that's where yeah. I started as a website. I wanted to be a web designer, and then I became this. Yeah. <laughs> but which works because my reports <laughs> are like websites. Yeah, my reports. I think that that supported my want. Yeah. My reports are more like websites without the HTML code. But Fair enough, that's definitely right. coding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll mm-hmm. take that. And then I missed everything in between. I I think. <laughs> I forgot what it was. I, again, I was I was young. I was like 15, 16. I think then I discovered like you know going out with my friends and at the same time, I was like, oh, like this, they're gonna Java, and I was like, that looks really complicated. I, I don't. Yeah. Think I can. Um, but skip all that, and then I went straight to for dinner. We used like Vega or Vega Light, other things yeah. that I'd, I'd literally never heard of, never heard of them. Um, but it's pretty cool. If you. Yeah. If I went from HTML coding to SQL. I actually took a SQL class in college and. It changed like I, I from that class I started to tutor. I tutored T SQL for three nice. years after that class and then up until after I graduated. So that's 
I really like SQL and okay. the, the, the schemas and the modeling. And so that's kind of how I got into this data science. You just seem like a really, really nice person who likes to share and, and, and information. You're like, I know how to do it. I'm going to mentor. I'm going to mm-hmm. tutor. It's like, this is fantastic that you have this mentality. Yeah, um, yeah that's cool. natural because of my passion is to, I think my purpose is to help other people find their purpose. So if someone comes to me and say, I, I'm interested in what you do, mm-hmm. then that's, that's all I need to hear, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Wow. Respect. This is it's a very... Um, a very nice personality trait. I'll try. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, like, and it's, yeah, okay, so SQL, I suppose. I forgot about SQL, to be honest. Though my, yeah. it's not, you could probably mentor me, please, because. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I like it enough. I still don't like engineering. I still can't create an entire, I'd rather not be like a database admin, but I can mm-hmm. SQL to get enough information to, work, to make a report. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. I want to say a quick hello to Carrie. She, she, she joined for, for Hi, a, a, a Carrie. Hey, um, it's, it's, this is, I'm, I'm really enjoying this time of day, by the way, this is the, um, it feels like the, the connect live, the midnight sessions, uh, for me. <laughs> is it midnight where you are? Yeah. It's, it's half past midnight where I am. Oh, wow. Um, but I realized a few weeks ago because normally what happens is I'll do these live chats, right. And then mm-hmm. I'll go downstairs and my wife will say like, Oh, how'd it go? And then I have to like, I, I really like unpack it in my head. Mm-hmm. And I realize that sometimes, like, I'm really, like, um, tense. And the reason for that is normally I do this around about 9 o'clock in the evening, so, like, mm-hmm. a few hours earlier, and I've just mm-hmm. put my kids to bed, right? Just ah. put the kids to bed. So if my kids have been really, really annoying <laughs> when they're going to bed, it completely yeah. changes, like, how I feel. I'm like, I'm so worked up right now. <laughs> um, but now they've been that in bed sense. for, like, three hours. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. You have some time to breathe. Exactly. SQL, I think, don't know. Yeah. SQL or Power Query? SQL. SQL is what I what I tutored in college. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yes. SQL. So if you if you, one second, so if you if you had a choice between two, you'd go for SQL. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, Power Query is just a way to to model to get the data and transform. Like it's a transformation tool. Yeah, yeah, it's true. True. SQL is more of a data language. Yes, that is true. That is true. Mm-hmm. My 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 experience with SQL on massive, uh, to be honest. I use I use it when I when I need to use it, um, mm. and then a lot of that is just pasting it into that tiny little box that is provided. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. they give us such a tiny box. It's like seriously. Fair enough. There um there's actually a um there's a gener there's a SQL data generator that you can create your own SQL database. Um, I, I think it's Red Hat. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to throw names out there, but um, it was a company that created like a generating tool, and I actually use that to um, to mentor students who are interested in SQL and Power BI. Like I help them spin up their own database with this false data, and then show them how to query that database into Power BI. So we don't use any kind of we don't we're not paying for anything because mm. SQL Server is free and. The Power BI is free, and so it's a really cool way to get people started. Nice, wow! So yeah. basically, if if you need any teaching or mentoring tips, I will one hundred percent know who to come to. It'll be straight. Yes, come on might, here. Yeah, I might annoy you a bit more frequently on on LinkedIn than I have previously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, but it's good. Be I mean, everyone has you know, I, you know, you you do a lot of you know 
as you mm -hmm. say, training, you do a lot of conference talks and you do a lot of yeah. like mentoring. So sharing information seems to be something that not only are you passionate about, but also you, you're very good at and you kind of have yeah. a lot of knowledge and, and, and history of doing so. So mm -hmm. it's kind of great. I mean, that's all kind of what this comes down to within the Power by Power, try again, Power by <laughs> community. Yeah. Um, it's about kind of sharing stuff and kind of the knowledge and all that kind of things. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Um, just thinking about coding and languages and stuff, I, I was recently informed about something which I should have probably already known about called D3, um, which I'd hmm. never encountered. Like, I don't think I know that either. Apparently, apparently, D3 is what the Power BI visualization thing is based on. I don't know. No. I could be wrong. And I looked at it, and someone said, oh, you, you, you've, you, know, um, you, you, you know a bit of Vega Light, you use Denab, you should try this. It could mm. be helpful, interesting for you. And it really mm. is. However, you know, when you look at something, and it's like, this looks cool, but I don't know where to start with this. This is <laughs> yeah, just yeah. so much. Oh. <sighs> yeah. Mm. I don't think that's my forte. I don't think it's my <laughs> no, I was just give someone an idea of a visual that I I want, and then let them yeah. do the creating of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this has been confirmed. D three is what Power BI is based on. I think that's okay. yes rather than yet. But if it even if it's a yet, that's, that's that's perfectly fine as well. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm definitely surface level Power BI. I don't like I don't like anything engineering because I feel like it takes a lot way way much time if I want to mm. dig into the back end of things, but. Mm. It's nice that you kind of go on these like journeys of where you start off and where where it leads you. You know, mm -hmm. um, you kind of when I, I mean when I when I first started using Power BI, it was because I was using Power Query, mm -hmm. and someone said, "Oh, if you like that, you should really check out this Power BI thing because it looks really interesting." And then you kind of start doing that, and it kind of you know right. for me changed my career completely. Mm -hmm. And then after a few years of tinkering and playing and kind of learning. Then I came, I came across this Denup thing that someone mentioned before. It's like, okay, oh, vis wow. the visual thing could be really interesting. Then I get much more interested in the visuals. But um, mm. it's nice to kind of f feel yourself move down yeah. your career path, you know? Yeah, because mine's completely different. Like, I started with SQL queries, and my in class, I would get a question where we had, like, the, the questions were basically asking, like, how what what result would you get if like if you had this question what result from the data do you need to answer and so getting the result i would see the data and say this data looks like it can tell a story like if somebody saw this visually it would make cool. more sense than this table and so mm. then i kind of sought out to figure out how can i create this visually this table visually and then mm. that's how i found out about excel pivots <laughs> because oh, i, I nice. would be creating pivots in excel and then Power BI from the internship. So completely different path, yeah. But that's yeah. pretty cool. But it's an interesting path as well because obviously, you know, you, you talk about how much you love your um, SQL and also mm -hmm. um, your data stories, mm -hmm. which for me are two not very different things, but at different sides, I would say, because you've got one structuring, you know, creating data and the other side, like, you know, telling right. a story with that data. So it's it has, it's a natural progression of what you do with that data, mm -hmm. but it's two, like, seems like two quite different skill sets. So it's quite interesting that you enjoy both of those. Lot, yeah, huh? I feel like you always start with a story and then you just bring in the data to support the story. 
That makes sense. Well, that's how that's how I look at it. Like, what story? Because when I'm working with a when I'm working with a stakeholder, a lot of times they don't know the data that we have. They just know the answers that they want. So I would sit with someone and, act, and tell and ask for their user story. So if you had all of the data that you need, tell me what answers you would get from this information. Mm. And they start to tell me those answers or maybe the questions they want. And I would just kind of write those down and then reverse reverse kind of engineer my thoughts and go mm. get the data based on the story. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I like it. I always had to, um, I always had, I often questioned this, this, um, the wording of data story, because I always found it quite an interesting thing that because obviously stories can have a, where you start and your end point can seem to be mm-hmm. quite divergent, you know? Mm-hmm. So telling us, it's like the, the classic, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but I've seen it like a thousand times, this LinkedIn mm-hmm. post where you have the pile of Lego, right? Mm-hmm. And people say this oh, is Lego, yes, it's just how it mm-hmm. looks. And mm-hmm. um, they have the house at the end, which is telling the, the, this, this data story. Mm-hmm. Um, but the concept that Lego can be built in so many different ways and yeah. the story that is told, is it, is it a story that needs to be told? Is it the story that you want to tell? Is it the, is it the right story or all, all of these sort of things, which is why data is storytelling is for me quite a, also quite interesting. Yeah. But I always, it's difficult as a developer and a, and a consultant or a data storyteller. There's so many ways you can tell a story with data. There's so many mm. different things you can get from just a simple data set. So it's always important. The first thing is to figure out what questions you're answering. You can't just start answering, like creating a data story because then you you know you just don't know if that's the story that they want to know. I mean, it's always a day. It's always someone who wants to know the story. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'll, I don't even create a report without knowing the use case of it. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. I'm gonna throw up a question now. Okay. Okay. Get to the fi- final minutes. Let's let's finish with a couple of learning questions. Um, any particular books on data storytelling that you're a fan of at all? Let me see if I remember her. There's a book that I read in my early career. Um, I cannot think of the name of it. I'm sorry, Jeff. <laughs> I'll share. If you follow me on Twitter, I'll find it and post it on my Twitter. But I have, there was this one book that I would read. And I actually read it two times. I read it physically and I had an audible and I would listen to it when I, when I used tape. I took trips and um, she really in a book she just told me ways to like tell charts visuals to use to tell better stories or Mm -hmm. um, just ways to tell stories better with data and I think that that really helped me um, throughout my career but I'll remember to share that on Twitter cool I think Jeff posted your um your your Twitter stuff earlier on in the the chat um Jeff's very good the links by the way he's he's, he's my link it's always much appreciated Cool. Um, thank you very much for joining. I'm not going to slowly wrap, wrap it up there because I don't want to start yeah. yawning because I don't want to have a impression <laughs> that, I'm, that I'm bored and I don't want to insult you. This is um, super late where you are. Wow. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I very rarely go to bed before 2 a.m. So this is this is, this is is perfectly fine. Um, but, but I will okay. start a flag at some point. It's getting towards my final hour. Let's watch mm-hmm. some random garbage on Netflix. Um, <laughs> yes. You know I'm a true goes. crime fan. I like true crime. I fall asleep to that. Yeah, I love true. So I I watch like true crime document documentaries or shows. I find really interesting. I love them as well. Sometimes mm-hmm. I worry that I watch so many of them. Is my 
history going to be flagged by Interpol or something? <laughs> That's so funny. I never thought of that. I should probably, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I knew why it's a lot. Then I go YouTube the actual stories, and I'm still into it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can I ask? Okay, I'm really curious now. What's what are you watching or listening to at the moment for true crime? Um, right now I'm watching The Sins of Our Mother. Okay. On Netflix. Yeah, I did finish the Dahmer story, which is really crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, when I finished that, I actually searched my TV, like all of the apps for other stories about him, and they have a lot of them. So I'm gonna watch a few more just to see how the stories overlap. You know, because cool. I heard yeah. some things. I heard some things weren't true in the in the one on Netflix. So okay. Honestly, yeah, but yeah, then they're, they're not not known for their massive historical accuracy. I, I understand that, but it, it was a really good series. That the it was, yeah, it was. I, I mean, it got really dark really fast, which makes sense when it's about Dharma. Oh, yeah. I get that. Um, but usually, that keeps me. I, I like it when it's you know, and and it jumps right in. I don't like yeah. it to be like stretched out. You know, for sure. But sometimes I'm like, okay. What's the next one? What's the next true crime thing I'm gonna watch? Like darker, more so you like just really, it, <laughs> right. draw, it draws you in, you know? It does. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I will go and watch something dark and um crime related <laughs> yeah. on, on Netflix. And I know. um thank you very much for, for joining. Yeah, um, it was for great to me. um yeah, absolutely, for sure. To chat and to learn from you and to um, see what you do. Um, I'll, I'll, if you can, if you have time, mm -hmm. if on Twitter, some of these talks that you, you were mentioning, I'm not sure if they're kind of ticket sales or stuff, but just to have a look, because I'd be curious just to, just to see okay. some of the awesome stuff that you're doing would be great. Yeah, most of them are free, so I'll I'll share. The one I'm coming up, upcoming is going to be a free one at the University of Memphis. So I'll share, and it's actually going to, I'm actually sharing the the, the guide that I'm um, kind of traveling around the world with right now, so. Very cool. Um, so uh, everyone in the chat, thank you for the talking in the comments. That always makes it good fun. And um, I shall be back next week at a bit earlier time, um, but I'll be back next Thursday anyway. And uh, cool. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Goodbye. Bye.